0: Ozzie mazzie moo Mazi mazzy little shmoo. I'm gonna do the Ben O'Clock News now. You don't care, do you? Hello and welcome to the Ben O'Clock News. My name is Benedict Esdale. I'm very excited to talk about the work Which I'm not allowed to, of course, talk about uh, And that work took place on Monday and Tuesday of the last week uh, And the work, I can tell you about the nature of the work And that is being a uh, an extra uh, Although these days we prefer the term supporting artist Or um, we don't prefer, but it's the more commonly used term To cover the people who are in the background of movies Essentially, or TV shows, or music videos, or whatever you like And uh, so yes, I'm not allowed to say anything about the project itself, uh, or what I was doing um, on set, or, or anything to do with the the, the plot, or, or not that I actually have a clue um, what anything to do with the plot was. Um, we were actually quite far from the action on this one, and uh, we we amongst us a group of uh, us were were trying to desperately work out what was going on but uh, we couldn't we were too far away and we couldn't hear any of the dialogue or, or or glean anything from what we could see so um unfortunately i'm i'm not even able to give you any spoilers if i wanted to um but uh, it was a lot of fun and um, what i am allowed to tell you is that we did um, an interesting thing in the first um, day we arrived which was a sort of army boot camp training um which was very exciting it's quite common um for any major a large scale um film or tv series to have this sort of training for the extras uh, the sporting artists um especially if they're playing soldiers or soldier types um and with a lot of um you know big big things that are coming out i know that indiana jones they did a week of of, of gun handling and that sort of thing and for um the napoleon film which is coming out i believe um starring uh oh what's his name Oh, no, not this again. Oh, crikey. It's not Javier Bardem. It's 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 Joaquin Phoenix. There we go. OK, thank God. Could have been all oh, oh, bloody weak. Um, no, I know for that that the um, that Ridley Scott um, was quite demanding of his extras and, and the uh, military training that they went through. But it was very fun to do some military boot camp. Uh, we learned to march and fight Fall into line and all those sorts of things, and how to turn left and right properly, and and uh, to stand to attention and all those things, and to obey orders uh, like a well trained soldier. So that was a lot of fun doing that. I went to a new cafe, uh, sort of cafe, it's called Hagen Espresso Bar in Marleybone, I, d- I don't know if there are other Hagen Espresso Bars, if it's a chain or if they're, if it's just the one, uh, but it was uh, delicious, and I, um, so you, you go in and there's a takeaway counter of course, and then there's a, a square of seating, high seating, uh, to give it that bar feel, I imagine, I've not really been to an espresso bar before, but I've uh, been to uh, a regular bar and um, ordered an espresso, no I haven't done that. At a regular bar. Maybe I should one day. But I ordered... uh, Well, I was with a dear friend, Alejandra. Shout out to you, Alejandra, for bringing me to Hagen Espresso Bar in Marlebone. And she ordered a mocha. uh, And then I was... Uh, tempted by a mocha. I've never really had a mocha. A uh, uh, confession that uh, uh, milk in tea, uh, coffee rather, milk in tea, great. Milk in coffee doesn't quite sit right with my tum tum. And when I first started drinking coffee, I used to have flat whites because I thought that was a good intro into coffee, and, and I always felt kind of sick afterwards, a really unsettled tummy. And I realized it was the milk. Um Although I'm not sure if perhaps a, a non-dairy alternative might not give me the issue, so it's worth trying. But um, I So I've no, not really been into mockers, because they are milk-involved, uh, in- but I was inspired to ask for a black mocker, and uh, I don't think that's a real thing, and the woman who I ordered uh, from certainly... Gave me a quizzical look. Uh, But she said, do you mean like an Americano with chocolate?" And I said, well, yeah, I guess I kind of do. And she made me one. which She offered dark or milk chocolate. I chose dark. I think in the future, if I was going to order another chocolatey Americano, then I would go for milk. I think the bitterness of the dark chocolate um, combined with the bitterness of the coffee was a bit too much on the bitter side. Um, But uh, there you go. There's a new coffee recommendation for you. If you are an Americano drinker, just uh, ask for it with chocolate, but not a mocha. Crucially, very very different actually is it just the same if you have a black it's just, it's basically the same the point is chocolate is good for you uh that i don't know if that's true don't quote me on that i was finally able to rendezvous with my polish correspondent or or rather um our not just someone who was in Poland, um, or a whole team of people who actually went to Poland in order to gather news for this program, um, and definitely not just for a a, a holiday amongst friends. Um, But yes, Abby came back from Poland, and we were able to catch up, which was very nice. Um, I still haven't seen her holiday pictures, which she she is uh, going to show me probably uh, today or or yesterday or or tomorrow um, at some point, but I'm looking forward to see that. She went to uh, uh oh uh, gdansk and podznan or po- potsnan pots potsdamer potsdamer platz had to take the train from potsdamer platz that's a Um, irrelevant song, lyric, Um, but I don't know um, uh, I don't don't know what it looks like I saw one picture of of Potsnan being under construction with some cute little houses in the background, Um, but I'm looking forward to seeing the rest of those holiday pics from Poland, I think they had quite nice weather actually while we were having a bit of a a sour week in in the continent, uh, well we all know uh, sadly that in the south of the continent there was a lot of um, uh, wildfires caused by the uh, Um, excessive heatwave, but in the sort of central European area, I believe it was just quite nice weather. Um, And on the weather front, we're meant to have some quite nice weather in the coming weeks. uh, 28, uh, even 29 degrees, uh, I believe, next Monday at a week's time. So look forward to that. Get your barbecues out. I have been uh, feeding a cat. Now, I always feed one cat, don't I? Yeah. Most of the time. Anyway, he's a He's a happy camper. Um, but I've been feeding another cat, and this is the cat Wilfred, um, aptly named after um, Wilfred Zaha, the um, football player, the former Crystal Palace football player. I think he's just moved. I'm not sure where he's he's gone, but... um. Uh, no not actually named after him I don't know what he's named after a little wolf. Um or quite big wolf actually I, I last saw him as a kitten and he is now a large fluffy cat but yes he is a uh, uh, living living just the other side of a park from me and so um, the owners while the owners are away I've been feeding him which is great and it's a nice uh, stroll across uh, the park in the in the in the uh, morning to go and and deliver his food to him, and it's it's always nice. At first, he he was a little uh, unsure about me, and mistrustful perhaps, but uh, he's he's warmed up to me, or or at least he he warmed up to me as soon as he realised that I was opening his little uh, tins of food for him. And then he, and as cats often, they're, they're they're fickle creatures. If if they realise that you're about to feed them, they'll they'll let anything go. Last night I was happy to spend the evening at my dear friend Williams and Williams and George's, my dear friends Williams and Georgia, and uh, with my dear other friends Charlotte and Phil, and we had a, a lovely little soirée, uh, enjoying um, a rather unusual dinner, by the host's own admission, by 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 George's admission, an unusual dinner of of a uh, uh, sausages cooked in a in a delicious um, sort of honey mustard soy chili dressing, um, and then. Um, and and beside that sort of entirely separately a, a, a delicious nacho sort of um uh, oven baked wonderful um spicy and saucy um bean involved nacho thing and, and um and i've got to say that the the combination of the two though visually and um perhaps thematically uh, disparate uh, were was wonderful the combination was delicious and and um the first time I I accidentally I think uh, scooped up a bit of sausage onto one of my nacho crisps I, I and put it oh my god the taste explosion was fantastic it was a the combinations of textures and flavors so um there's a recommendation for you from the culinary world if you're if you're looking to spice up your nacho uh, vibe and I don't mean spices in, in spicy spice because that's a pretty standard for nachos probably just whack some jalapenos on there or or throw some chili into the mix but um but if you're looking to shake it up perhaps um without uh the use of a of an ice cream making machine um that's more of a churn isn't it the shake uh without the use of a one of those machines that they use to mix paint when 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 you get paint made up they it's white and then they put the the dyes in and then they it shakes it all um quite vigorously. So if you're looking to do that to your nacho experience, then I can recommend a honey mustard-based sausage recipe, although the sausage recipe itself is... This specific one is a secret amongst a certain few, but I'm sure you can find something similar though not quite as good online. As I am recording this episode, it is half-time of the quarter-final football match between England and Colombia. And, uh, Colombia... Scored in the 44th minute, and of course, there are 45 minutes and a half, so that's very close, but then in the 45 plus sixth. Minutes. Uh, England scored an equaliser. There were six minutes of added time, and at uh, the stroke of the sixth minute, when uh, the whistle would be blown, uh, the the Colombian keeper made a made a sad error and sort of fumbled the ball around right in front of the goal, and England capitalised on that and scored an equaliser. Uh, the second half will, I think, be getting underway. Um, oh, it might be underway. Well, I'll be getting underway in a couple of minutes. I think I'm going to go watch that after uh, recording this. Um, we've got we've got a TV in the in the in the in the Ben o'clock news studios. It's really great to be able to um to stream that just for the for the for the people working here in the office. Um, you know, to have the football on it, it really helps boost morale around the place. And um, uh, and and yeah. <laughs> We are now going to jump into on this day. This day being August the thirteenth, and in this section, we always look back at August the thirteenth over history, over the annals of time, and and wonder what went on. And we've got some uh, Ben birthdays. Happy birthday to Ben Hogan, Benny Bailey, and Benjamin Stambouli. And of course, we like to get into the Pope news as well, and uh, the. Pope, uh, John I became the new Pope in 523 and uh, Pope Pascal II became the new Pope in 1099 uh, who I'm reading here would become deeply entangled in the investiture controversy, so if you're interested in the investiture controversy then uh, an interesting day for you in 1624, we had the appointment of Cardinal Richelieu as the prime minister. a Very famous uh, man, the Red Eminence, uh, L'Eminence Rouge. Um, he was uh, sort of known, I think, for being an incredibly uh, harsh man on on um, on 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 criminals and all sorts of things. He basically ran the country, as far as I'm aware, and he's depicted in um, in in uh, of course Alexandre Dumas' uh, The Three Musketeers. He's the he's the sort of um the bad guy in that or not necessarily um uh the bad guy but he's also known as i'm reading here as the inventor of the table knife um the with the one-sided one-sided knife because of um um bad manners the sort of just like knife that was dulled and and rounded rounded end and then um there you go. So thanks to you, thank you Cardinal Richelieu appointed in 1624 uh, by the French king Louis the 13th. Um and we also have uh, some interesting Louis XVI of France in 1792 was uh, formally arrested uh, by the National Tribunal and declared an enemy of the people. Um he was of course the last king of France before the French Revolution uh, sad day uh, to be a king of France of course if you if you are going to be one um, I'm sure that all the other kings of France went through their own troubles but um, somehow being the last it, it's just a, a little sad isn't it and I cannot let uh, an on this day pass without wishing um, an on this day happy birthday not actually on this day August the 13th but on a on the day of, of uh, the the um, podcast planning that went into um, this episode, so so it's a sort of a side quest on this day, but uh, but this podcast was actually planned on the 11th of August, um, and that's, that's when I sat down to sort of um, look at the week and what had been going on and uh, divine the news, and the news on that day was uh, the birthdays of both my dad and his sister, born on the exact same day, and I know what you're thinking, well... Why didn't you just say his twin sister? Well, they were born on the exact same day, five years apart. So yeah, my dad was born, and then five years later, on the exact same day, his little sister was born. So a very happy and a strange coincidental birthday to both of them. I wish you all the best of luck and love. And now it's time for Puzzle of the Week from the GCHQ puzzle book, Pit Your Wits Against the People Who Cracked Enigma. And last week we had the solution to the one-dimensional puzzle, which turned out to be the members, an anagram of the members of the One Direction Band, or former members at least. And then we posited the question, which I'll now read for you again, or you can search for your answer if you've uh, scribbled it down on a scrap of paper. Uh, A5 paper perhaps Um, but the question was uh, off the rails what's the final member of this sequence? Central Circle District Bakerloo Piccadilly Hammersmith and City Uh, Hammersmith and City being one thing and then question mark Um, and those are of course all uh, lines on the London Underground system and there's a clue for that one if you oh hang on I'm getting a phone call Oh, it's Abby. Hang on, I'm just going to. Uh... Apologies for that. We were talking about the lines on the London Underground, and the, that wasn't an important call at all. Um, I, I let her know I'd just done the Pope's bit, and, uh, and she was very upset about missing that. Um, it's a it's a favourite bit of the podcast. I've, I've been I've been told, and, and many others as well. Um, the, the clue for this question um, of off the rails is a uh, think in colour. Uh, so you've got the kink in colour. Now, of course, um, all the lines on the London Underground do have their own colours. Uh, Central would be red, um, circle yellow, district green, Bakerloo brown, red, yellow, green, brown, Piccadilly blue, Hammersmith and City, pink. That's sort of like a rainbow, isn't it, but not quite. Uh, I'm just going to look at the answer here and uh see if it's meant to be a rainbow it is northern oh so it's not a rainbow the colors of the lines are red yellow green brown blue pink and black which score 1 2 3 4 5 6 and 7 points respectively in snooker gosh gosh that's niche well well done if you got that if you worked out that it was a a snooker based thing that's very impressive if you if you got that do you know? I'd actually, I'd actually looked up that answer before, and I'd, I'd forgotten that that was it. I thought it was a rainbow thing. Oh wow, snooker! Yeah, I'd forgotten. I'd, I'd, I'd literally read that last week. I, I looked it up, and then I forgot. Well, there you go. Congratulations if you worked out that uh, the answer was black, uh, northern for black, uh, for seven points on a snooker table. And we'll now uh, dive into uh, this next question. Okay, this uh, for next week. Uh, Of course, uh, the uh, question, it goes like this. The title is, who? And uh, it goes, If heart equals one, ought equals two, twee equals three, bake equals four and six, then what number is koi? Okay, Uh, and this is heart spelt H-A-R-T. Uh, not H-E-A-R-T. Uh, all the other words expect as you'd expect. If heart equals 1, ought equals 2, twee equals 3, bake equals 4 and 6, then what number is koi? I've n- absolutely no idea where to start with that one. We've got numbers, we've got letters, we've got words. Um, oh, God. No idea. How can bake equal 4 and 6? What? Oh, no idea. Anyway, good luck with that question. We'll have the answer for you next week. And finally, today we're going to do a little uh shallow dive. Uh, I was going to say deep dive, but we're not we're not going uh that far into the spam section of our mailbox. Now we've been getting uh, some lovely mails in. Thank you very much for those. But we also get a lot of um a, a lot of rubbish in. So I thought I'd just uh, go into some of that. It's quite fun. Um uh Maureen Hinkley. Uh, says hello. I am Maureen Hinckley, and my foundation is donating five hundred fifty thousand US dollars to you. Uh, contact us via email at maohin fifty two at gmail dot com. Five hundred fifty thousand to you. My foundation is donating five hundred fifty thousand dollars to you directly. That's um, that's very funny. Uh, Affi this is from Afi Kuyele. That's what the name that comes up, um, and it says, "My name is Vanessa Dominique, a U.S. military officer currently in Syria on a peacekeeping and rescue mission. Um, yeah, I am contacting you because I have an interested, I have an interested opportunity proposal that will benefit you and me to share with you. If you're interested, your quick response will be highly appreciated. For more details, best regards, Sergeant Vanessa Dominique. And yeah, that came through from kuyele uh, at MME." DAO at gmail.com mimido, Um That's Vanessa Dominique. Uh, we also have a few here we've got two from Jenna Kanda. Um God, I'm not reading that one out, that's bloody long. But it uh, includes ten point two million dollars uh one from Aisha Al Qaddafi. Here, assalamu salamu alaykum, I came across your email contact prior to a private search while in need of a trusted person. My name is Mrs. Aisha Gaddafi, a single mother and a widow with three children. I am the only biological daughter of the late Libyan president, late Colonel Muammar Gaddafi, I have a a business proposal for you worth $27.5 million. And I need mutual respect, trust, honesty, transparency, adequate support, and assistance. Hope to hear from you for more details. Gosh, that's quite a... I need mutual respect, trust, honesty, transparency, adequate support, and assistance. There we go. Uh, just a bit of bit of spam there to uh, end the episode. And uh, remember, you can always send a, your emails, spam or not, uh, if you if you like. If you want to send me some spam, then you're more than welcome, but you can send those to thebenaclocknews at gmail.com, and we'll be happy to uh, answer any questions you have, or just uh, just laugh at a silly picture of a cat, if that's what you want to send us. Um, please do, if you have any silly pictures of a cat. we would love that. That's all from me. Thank you very much for tuning in to this episode of The Benaclock News. I've been Benedict Tesdale. Goodbye. Hello, yes, uh, Ben from the future here. Um, um, Benedict Cesar from the Ben O'Clock News. Um, Just to uh, that game, England game finished uh, two one to England against Colombia. So England have qualified for the semi final of the World Cup, which will be taking place on Wednesday, Wednesday morning, I believe, at about eleven o'clock or yeah eleven o'clock against Australia. So uh, well done, congratulations to the. England football team. That's all, bye.